This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another fantastic, awesome, epic, amazing, all of those things episode of Civic View, if I do say so myself, and I'm the only one that gets to say it, so I'm going to say it. Uh, so in this episode, I have um, a special guest. As always, all my guests are special, but this is another amazing special guest. Uh, I have Kelly Jason, who is president and CEO of United Way Emerald Coast. Did I get that right? You did. Nailed it. All right. And it is about to be epic. You were, yeah, she was prepping me for that one beforehand. <laughs> she was like, don't add any extra stuff to it. You know, I got it. I got it. I got it. So uh, first, First, Kelly, just thank you so much for being here. I know that, um, you know, I know you're as busy as I am or more busy. So <laughs> I appreciate yeah, you taking I, yeah, some thank time. Thank you for climb. your patience. I know we've been trying to get back here for a little while. So yeah, I'm, been, I'm grateful for that. And, no, no problem. It's yeah. It's been, a, I'd probably call that somewhere in the season two block when I had uh, some members, of the, uh, a volunteer and a member of the United mm-hmm. Way come on and talk about some of the programs. Um, so I'm excited to have y'all back on and, right. and you know, well, you. Uh, there's no y'all this time, um, ju- but just me. Yeah, just Stuck you. with just I was me. Like, I can just. I think I think <laughs> Kelly can can fill the space. I think, I think. so. <laughs> I think I think that's gonna be fun. Thank you no, for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem. Um, so first of all, let me. I want to just start a little bit with. Um, for some of our listeners, they may not understand what the United Way is or know what the United Way is. So can you just just share a little bit with me about what, what United Way Emerald Coast is? Absolutely. There are United Ways all across the globe. So most people have seen or heard of United Way, but we get that question all the time. What do you really do? Who are you really serving in our community? So uh, we are Oka- United Way Emerald Coast, which serves Okaloosa and Walton counties here in the Florida Panhandle. And we are just doing all we can as a local nonprofit to make the community the very best that it can be for all of our neighbors. And we achieve that through partnerships. So we partner with 54 local nonprofits now. Um, They are experts in a variety of uh, backgrounds and areas of expertise from homelessness to food to childcare. You name it, our partners are tackling some of the most critical issues facing our community. But in order to have the resources to support them, we look for partnerships with businesses and individuals who are looking to give back. Um, We strive to be kind of that arm of philanthropy for businesses who need us, helping to engage their employees and volunteers or um, considering financial contributions to really fuel that great work happening at all of these different nonprofits. Okay, so so if if you're in now, y'all have some programs, and we'll talk about those mm-hmm. in a little bit. But y'all, you all facilitate uh, and help with these partnerships with these other nonprofits also now. And you spoke, so they fill in niches, right? So I've had I've had some of those on, like a bed for me. I'm right. a, I'm a board member with them. I've had some of the other ones on. Um, 
Gosh, I've had. Oh no! Now I, I feel terrible because all I can remember is is that one. But I've They're had amazing. other ones on, and there's uh and and so ha, ha, what does that look like? Like if you were with a nonprofit and you wanted to reach out to United Way and get connected, um, how how would you go about doing that? Yeah, there every nonprofit relationship is different. So there is kind of an application process if you want to become a formal partner with United Way Emerald Coast. Um, we offered a new tier this year because what we saw in the past was that was open once a year. And so once a year, if you're a nonprofit, you can submit some governance and financial documents and we'll review those and determine if you are able to be a partner. Sure. What we found is that it never fails. We make the announcement and two months later, you hear of another great nonprofit that wants to partner with us and we just didn't have a another time. They had to wait 10 months to apply. So this year, we're really excited to open up um, an additional tier of partnership called Friends of United Way. So partners can come and join us all throughout the year. So if you're hearing this now, although you missed, you know, our big annual push, you can still come in and be a partner. Um, Our nonprofits are eligible for a variety of benefits. So some of them might be eligible to apply for grants, which is money, you know, to fuel the work that they're doing. Some of them were able to help them recruit and place volunteers in their organizations. They get the opportunity to participate in often free trainings that are led by area experts um, in a variety of areas. We've done grant training, we've done unconscious bias, social media for nonprofits, and we host uh, nonprofit roundtables. So getting all of those leaders together, making sure that we're looking for areas where we collaborate, where we overlap, where we can make sure that we're just streamlining the work that we're doing and really impacting the neighbors who need us most. Okay. So so if someone wanted to get involved in that or apply for it, do they find that on your website? Yeah, you can find it on the website. I'm sure we'll be dropping all sorts of uh, websites sites and emails here, but uh, definitely find us online, united-way.org. Social media is at UW Emerald Coast across across all platforms or just uh, call us or email us. Yeah. Okay. So um, so that's a little bit about what United Way is and mm-hmm. does. And, and, and y'all are much more than just that. Like I said, there's programs like we have the, the born, um, is the born, born learning, learning trail. Learning. Yes. yes. I get that one confused uh, over at Allen Park. And um, I know y'all have done that now in, in a few places, we right? We have. We have a second one at Ferry Park. And that's a piece of what we do. You know, we look for what's needed in the community. Where are there gaps in services? Is there a non- another nonprofit that is working in this area that has the expertise and maybe we can just help them increase their capacity? Or does it make sense for United Way to lead that initiative, that program, or whatever it is that the community needs? So we do have those born learning trails and would love to make sure that all of our neighbors are going and, and checking out the hopscotch and facilitating conversations with, you know, the the young ones here in our community. Right, because we often do things, uh, when we're planning and we're thinking about things, you know, our, our youth, our children, our, our future, mm-hmm. they're the future of our city, and, and they're just vital to the success of our city, Absolutely. right? And so making sure that um, everyone is getting good opportunities at, mm-hmm. at all those things, at shelter, clothing, food. Right. You know, we want to sit and think, well, this is America. Surely there's not a kid going hungry or this oh, is, and, you know, there's not a kid that, uh, you know, isn't, doesn't have a safe place to sleep sure. or, uh, but the truth of it is, is even in Crestview, that those are situations that children face every day. You got it. Yeah. We, we study, uh, the Alice population. Uh, that's a United Way acronym. It stands for asset limited income constrained employed. So this is a United Way term that really helps us understand how many people here in our communities are struggling to really thrive, right? Maybe they can meet their very basic needs, but then 
life happens, which can be as simple as a flat tire that can completely derail a whole family because you don't have that hundred dollars to get it fixed. And now you might be missing work. Your kids might be missing school. Um, or it could be something really big, like a complicated, you know, health concern and you don't have health insurance. Um, so we're really trying to encourage our nonprofits to focus on the hardworking households, the ones that probably are working two or three jobs, Sure, but they might be minimum wage. And so they're just still making really challenging choices. And we think by wrapping them up in, in love and social services that we can really help them reach self-sufficiency. And, and I mean, that's what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. People becoming self, self-sufficient self right. and successful and those kinds of things because some people really are just, they're, the idea that someone is not above the poverty line because they don't work just isn't, mm-hmm. that's just not a, a real factor. Sometimes right. people are limited in, in their skills and sometimes they want to increase or grow their skills, but they're locked into a place where they're, they're just not able to find that space in order to grow or, or develop a new skill so they can take Absolutely. that next step up. So sometimes having having help and access to resources is one Absolutely. of those things that allows, you know, that lever to be put in place to allow people to get forward. You got it. And um, so that's one of the things I think is fantastic about uh, what you all do and, and, and the impact that you have within the community when you do those things. Uh, so... Now, so we talked about some about United Way, mm-hmm. and I prepped you beforehand, so I was going to ask you a little bit. I heard you speak somewhere, and you told a little bit of a story about your backstory, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really interesting, um, and I thought it would be kind of cool if you could share a little bit about that, because whenever I meet people, like I work for government, sure. right, and I don't have to, I choose right. to, you know, and I meet other people that work for nonprofits and other things like that, what I always find with most of those people are they're very excited about what they're doing, mm-hmm. they're very bought into what they're doing, mm-hmm. so then my question becomes, what made you make that decision, right? right? So why did you figure out that this was right for you? Yeah, so I uh, went to college originally as an education major, thinking I was going to follow in the footsteps of my mother, who was an incredible teacher. The more I was around kids, I realized that not not really where I want to be for for the the rest of my life. You want to teach them, right? Right. So I stepped out of uh, out of uh, my college education and saw my father started to struggle with his his mother as she was as she was aging and really in need of additional support she was diagnosed with alzheimer's and just watching her you know cognitive abilities diminish and really needing social services which at the time maybe they were available but my family certainly didn't know anything about it like many families you've never been in this situation before sure. you don't even know where to start how to ask for help where to go and so it was just a really difficult time um, and that actually encouraged me to go back to college and I finished my degree kind of creating a, a gerontology degree uh, at the University of Central Florida where I studied aging studies um, behavioral and social sciences and so got some great jobs. I was working with homeless children in Orlando for several years, uh, which was talk about compassion fatigue, right? That was a challenging job. It was very rewarding when there were successful days and you saw a family moving into, you know, their new home. But the majority of the days were wondering how you were going to get food to a child who didn't have it, how you're going to give shoes to a child who didn't have it. Um, and I found that I just mentally couldn't handle it any sure. longer. I imagine that was tough on anyone, like anyone that's a social worker, anyone that works right. in social services, you probably hit a limit where you're just like, I, I can't see another mm-hmm. child suffering or another mm-hmm. child struggling that I can't, I can't do anything about it. Right. right? Because your, your resources are limited or, yeah. or sometimes no fault, no, at no fault of the child, the parents have, utilized resources more than once in right. ways that 
that you know because those have to be spread around and so it can be a very tough tough battle I imagine yeah it was tough uh came back to the panhandle and landed uh what I thought at the time was my dream job working with uh the area agency on aging really helping our seniors access services to keep them in their homes as long as possible thought this is where I again I'm called to be here this is what I'm doing it's the right work and through that I had the opportunity to volunteer and to get to know a little bit more about United Ways and I remember the year I can vividly remember it I went in and wanted to be a grant panelist helping that United Way choose where our donations were going to have the greatest good which is something that you know a lot of United Ways do we do that we're really proud for that to be a volunteer-led decision and so I went in being like I'm going to advocate for our seniors, right? I know they need more meals. I know they need more companionship. And of course, my very first site visit, the very first grant was at a children's advocacy center where I heard this uh, heartbreaking story of a young man and his mother and just the chronic stress in their household and the decisions that they made, um, which led to him being removed from the home for a period of time due to some um, abuse and neglect. And it was just heartbreaking and that was the moment that I was like as much as I'm rocking it for our seniors I'm not doing anything for our kids and they need us too and I that was the light bulb moment for me and understanding United Way that you don't have to choose one by partnering with United Way by choosing to give with United Way you get to sprinkle your support over all of these nonprofits that are doing really critical work sometimes you didn't even know that those were needs that existed in your community because you don't see them but they're very real for our neighbors and so that was just it and it clicked and I've been with United Way ever since yeah well I mean you definitely anytime I see you speak anywhere uh, you're you're always very passionate about mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I I it doesn't come off as disgenuous or anything Thank like you. that. Like I, I you know like a, when when I get done listening to you, I'm like, all right, let's I know, do let's do. I got the mission, you know. <laughs> right. So um so speaking of that, then let let's let's talk about some of the um uh, programs that you all have going on right now. I know Reading Pals is one that despite telling uh, Brittany who was on here before mm-hmm. when I did this mm-hmm. that I was definitely going to get right. involved. I'm it can be I haven't tough. been able to do it yet, but I swear <laughs> I'm going to do it. I swear I am because I think it's a really cool idea. Perfect. Well, at least helping us share it with a broader audience, you're contributing to the program as well. So we have uh, this Reading Pals program, which pairs adult reading mentors with young children here, um, K through second grade. And so adults go and read for 30 minutes to an hour a week with the same children all throughout the school year, helping them really develop their literacy skills and uh, their social skills uh, to really be successful, you know, in life. At that age group, you are helping them fall in love with reading, which is going to be a skill set that they need truly for the everyday, (laughs) everyday moving forward. And for a lot of these children, that is the only time that they are sitting with a grown up one on one who's really helping them learn those foundational skills that they need for success. So we are always looking for adults who can volunteer their time. Again, it's 30 minutes to an hour a week, or you can be a buddy and alternate weeks or however you want to do it with, you know, a spouse, a partner, a friend, a colleague. Um, We provide all of the training. We will cover your background screening. We will find your placement, you know, pair you with the kiddo and offer you support and the resources that you need throughout the year in order to to make that the best match possible. But it is incredible. Um, And it's just it's one of those that really touches both, you know, both individuals that are participating. We always say the volunteers get just as much as, you know, the the children do out of it. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that I mean, that's part of why I chose to participate with the bed for me was Mm -hmm. because 
I wanted something to be a part of that, um, you know, was making an impact on my community, but also when I, when I helped as well, it felt like right. I was contributing also. Right? right. I mean, it, it sounds selfish, but I mean, we, we all do things to, uh, grow our souls to, mm-hmm. you know, nourish ourselves mm-hmm. and, and helping is one of those fantastic ways, but you don't want to always feel like you're not getting any progress. Right. Made, right. So, right. Um, yeah, some of these children, you know, they're they're just already behind in school. We've seen a lot of COVID slide. Um, you know, so oh just, yeah, I imagine that's been yeah. that's been terrible it, taking it, children that are in foundational mm-hmm. areas of their education and going here, look at a screen all day, right? And that's how you're going to learn, right? <laughs> like, right. Uh, it's like that, not yeah, not going to always work. And so, uh, you know, when you go into the schools, you get a whole kit. You know, it's not just a book because let's be realistic, you're probably not going to have a six year old sit with you perfectly for quietly sure. for thirty minutes while you read. So there are other activities that kind of align with the book or the theme or the topic that you guys are um, addressing so that you can really just be conversational and again just give them that one-on-one attention that's really yeah it's 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 still i, pr- I promise i am going to figure right. out how we to, heard it here <laughs> yeah i swear i <laughs> Next swear i swear school year. You know, I, yep. I um yeah so that it sounds like it's a good plan for me get a couple things in place through the mm-hmm. summer and then be able to try to get started on that Maybe. i know there's some other people in our organization that want to get involved in yeah it too, i think so. you can make a you know a couple groups here um, at at the city would be wonderful. We're really proud that last year, 100% of the students that were in that program improve their reading proficiency. Well, that's amazing. So it's a program that works. Yeah. So it's you're not wasting your time. You know, we we know it's measurable and it's making real change. All right. Um, So is there, are there any other programs you want to talk about? Yeah. I'd love to highlight um, Volunteer Week, which we're hosting um, this year uh, in mid-April. And we are, we're celebrating a whole week this year of volunteerism and just all of the incredible people that make our community a better place. So as part of that, we'll have our annual Day of Caring, which is a single day of service where people from all sorts of businesses come together and we deploy them, you know, on various projects at local nonprofits or schools or our municipalities sometimes submit, you know, parks projects and things like that. So we're still looking for volunteer teams. If anybody wants to get together a group, two, 20, 10, however it might be, we can find a project that's really great for your team. So the signups are ending next week. Um, or if you're a nonprofit and you want to host some volunteers, you can submit a project and you can visit united-way.org slash volunteer underscore week. That's impressive. I don't think, I think I, that that's really you it. You just read that like right off your head. If that too. gets you to, to a to URL that. that does not exist, then well, email me. But yeah. I think that that's it. Oh, I mean, if they get to the United Way website, it I'm will. sure they can I'm find it from easy. there. But yeah. uh, so what, when specifically is that day of caring? It is Monday, April 17th. Oh, well, that's interesting because on Wednesday, April the 12th, we'll be kicking off our yearly um thing we do where we keep Crestview beautiful yeah. and then our our we go out and do a cleanup day as employees out in the community out and so yeah right. it's that's good stuff um, we'd love to have you and then we'll wrap up the end of the week with our second annual volunteer appreciation event just pulling together again the volunteers who make uh, the magic happen and we'll be sharing their total hours for the year and kind of uh, turning that into a dollar impact and what that really means for our nonprofits and for United Way Emerald Coast 
Um, something else I would love to highlight is our upcoming uh, mental health seminar for teen girls, which we're going to be doing right here in your backyard at yeah. Crestview High School on Saturday, April 22nd. That will be a free event uh, for young ladies here in our community that want to come and experience a day of empowerment and growth. And we're going to have some breakout sessions and some incredible keynotes. It'll be 9 a.m. till noon. It's free, which I think I already mentioned, but it's always worth saying again. Um, target age would be kind of that 15 to 17 years old. So teenage girls that are yeah. getting ready to hit adulthood. You got and, it. Yeah. You got it. Let's talk about our mental health. Let's uh, see how we can support one another. And uh, you'll get some recommendations on some great coping skills and little tips and tricks that you can do just to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because we always need to take care of ourselves before we can take care of others. Yeah, that's something I think that a lot of us as we sit and we talk about volunteerism mm -hmm. and all these other things that we forget sometimes is that you, you can't, um, not to sidetrack, but you just, you can't be a healthy mentor to someone else right. if you're not squared away yourself, right? You got it. We always say, we say you can't pour from an empty cup. There you go. I didn't That's make right. it up, but yeah. I don't know who said it. I, I should figure that out because <laughs> I recite it all the time. I think my grandmother used to say that pretty often when <laughs> Maybe I'd be it was her, Granny Levins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, I mean, it sounds like as always, um, you always have a, a ton of things going mm -hmm. on, you know, um, I know you got a sheet full of statistics over I there do. that you can share with me, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I want to ask you and in, in your opinion, you know, you've been, how long have you been with United Way now? I've been with this one for three and a half years and I worked for another United Way before that for about the same time, three, three and a half years. So you're getting on like yeah. seven years, almost yeah. eight. As yeah. an employee pretty... and a volunteer and donor a long time before that. Okay. Too. So, so in your time, I want to ask you this in your time okay. what's what's probably the most what's probably the the program or or thing that you've participated in most that meant the most to you out of all of it I didn't prepare her for you this question not, at all not. oh my goodness the <laughs> most the most I am I am blown away I mean that you're probably gonna think this is just a silly response I'm blown away all the time at the creativity and the innovation and the boldness of my teammates of our organization of our board of directors and so to say just one piece is really hard I'd probably go back um to just one of the first food distributions that we did here in response to COVID-19 yeah uh that was a challenging time it was a scary time I was you know less than six months into my new position as a first-time president and CEO when a global pandemic literally shuts down the less world less than six months into my position here yeah. as well when that happens right you're like what do you what do you, what do you do <laughs> yep. what do you do and um kudos to all of those who who are, are our board members and and are our staff and just the willingness to to try something new we're like okay let's do a drive-through food distribution yeah I don't know what this is going to look was, like. It was wild. I mean, <laughs> y'all. So we we did one here. Yeah. Did you also did you also participate the one that was in Fort Walton? Also, we did. Right? Yeah. We, yeah. We participated in that one to kind of figure out what we were getting ourselves into, and there were a number of of key players that were a part of of each of these. Too many to list right now. Sure. Um. So it certainly was like so few things. <laughs> it was not United Way, you know, on yeah. our own leading this, but we helped kind of um, fund the the cost of the food that was brought here to feed thousands yeah. thousands oh, of people sure. yep. almost every weekend for several months um throughout that pandemic as you know we just saw that was a basic need that our neighbors had to have and maybe freeing up that fifty dollars that hundred dollars that they might have spent on groceries would help them keep that roof over their head yeah we we had people in our in the demographics so what kelly's speaking about it i, I believe is when we our first what we called feeding families event mm -hmm. that we did and um 
we we were tracking demographics on that. And we had people coming. We had people come from Alabama. We had people come from oh, two or three there. counties to the east and west. So it was waiting um, in, in the car lines. How mm-hmm. long were those lines? I mean, hundreds yeah, of so, cars. Yeah. They, so oh. at our strategic plan earlier this week, I had that. I had some photos from that mm-hmm. actually on one of those collages that I put together, and I, and I was looking at the drone footage from it, and and they were both sides snaked back and forth through the field and through the parking lots, and then all the way back down industrial, mm-hmm. almost all the way down to Stillwell. So I mean, it was we served thousands of families thousands. that day, and and to me that was one of the things, right? So that was the first time I ever interacted with United mm-hmm. with personally, mm-hmm. and and of course we had, like you said, we had so there were so many oh other organizations that right. came in and helped and all those kinds of things, and and it was, uh, but what was beautiful to me was just how everyone just came together and everyone just did it, and it yep. wasn't about anyone personally, it no. wasn't about anyone's thing they were trying to sell or promote right. or there any were no of that. egos, just, yeah. right? You're just here doing the right Let's thing. Let's just get it done for yeah. our neighbors. Yeah, it yeah. was really that's, I mean that that was a. Uh, for me too, that was probably a moment where I realized, because um, I'd only been working in government for a few months, and that was a moment where I realized I was like, "This is this is part of why I wanted to do right. this, right?" Because right. I get I get to, I mean, I talk on here all the time about how I get the opportunity to be a part of the future of Crestview, mm-hmm. um, and I was mm-hmm. always frustrated when I was younger because I didn't sure. get to do that. But the other side of it is that right mm-hmm. to be, get to be a part of these things where the entire community comes mm-hmm. together and just serves a need. Right. And um, I think that's that's a good way to kind of put what United Way does, right? Is mm-hmm. you all come together and help other people come together exactly. to find those needs, serve those needs and deliver on your mission, but also help all those other organizations deliver on their mission. Exactly. Because you, you can't, you know, I, I didn't think about it in the beginning, but like you, you have someone that's doing this great thing, but they don't understand how to promote themselves. Right. Or they don't understand how to fill out grant application forms. Sure. So they're right on the line of whether they're going to make it or mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And then and then when they get the horsepower that y'all are able to provide, mm-hmm. that pushes them to be able to take right. that next step or, or keep going or growing more. Or they make those more connections or volunteer network connections and things like that. And it, and it, it's a, you know, it's amazing to see that happen. You got it. Yeah. That's, uh, we, we talk in our impact department all the time, you know, our, our role of really helping other nonprofits also increase their capacity and increase their sustainability. And it's through the grants, through the volunteers, through the trainings, through the partnerships, um, that we're able to really, uh, bring to the table yeah so i know um so we're we're just about out of time so i told you it was gonna go fast yeah there'll be seven things exactly (laughs) that's how i know we're successful whenever i have someone come to the end and i'm like did you say everything you need to say and they're like oh yeah i was like oh man i did something wrong right (laughs) so um all right so again it's it's you say give us that url one more time united hyphen way dot org okay and then on social media at UW Emerald Coast at UW Emerald Coast, mm-hmm. and uh, so you'll you'll also if you participate in the community, if you go to chamber events, if you mm-hmm. uh, participate in other nonprofit things that they put on, you'll you'll see the United you'll see Way us. there. I promise you. Yes. <laughs> and if we're not there and we need to be, tell us. Yeah, there you go. Let <laughs> we will know. be there. <laughs> I mean, you you'll see them at a community events that we do Absolutely. all kinds of stuff like that. We really appreciate um, the things that you all do for our community yes. and how you assist other people and the way they help our community. It's it's. Uh, it matters. Thank Those you. things, uh, they matter. Sometimes we don't want to talk about them. Sometimes mm-hmm. we think about them like, you know, dirty little secrets that we right. hide in our communities. But right. the reality is, is the only way we're ever going to fix them is to shine a light on them and then address them. Right. Got it. So, um, 
I just want to say thank you again, you know, for taking the time to be here. I really appreciate it. So grateful to be here and really proud of our partnership and how much it's grown um, over just the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that 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 event we just spoke about was probably one of the first things that That started that, I would guess. Right, let's test the waters. And uh, (laughs) no, I I think it's been fantastic. I know you you all have an office that's here in town. We do. Um, You're there, is it once a week or? Uh, We're there kind of as as needed. We're a small but mighty team, Uh, you know, full time, eight eight people uh, for two counties counties. is quite a lot. So we definitely are here on the the chamber breakfast days um, and we'll come to this office as much as we're needed. It's shared with some other incredible nonprofits as well, right behind the Bush House. Yeah, right right around the corner from City Hall here. Um, Okay, so a couple things I want to say before we get out of here. As always, I want to thank everyone who takes the time to listen and engage with us civically. I'm going to say it. Yes, my regular listeners, you're going to hear it again. Local government has a biggest impact on you on your daily life than uh, state or federal government does, despite how much the media tells you otherwise. I promise. So pay attention. Pay attention to what we're doing. Let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what we're doing bad. Let us know what you want to see differently in the community. Uh, As always, you can reach me at PIO at cityofcrestview.org. You can come to our council meetings. There's open comments at the end. Or if you want to speak on things, there's comment cards you can fill out and speak during the meeting. Uh, W-A-A-Z-W-J-S-B, uh, thank you so much for playing these for me. Uh, I really appreciate that. This would never be as successful as it is if it wasn't for the radio station getting these out. And um, there's a few things going on. If you're hearing this Saturday morning, Easter Egg Hunt, Twin Hills Park, uh, little kids start at 9, big, at 9.15, bigger, older kids start at 10.15. It's going to be a really cool event. Come out, check it out. If you're hearing this after that, well, you missed out. <laughs> you can find our information at www.cityofcrestview.org or find us at City of Crestview on all of our social media. We've got so much stuff going on in this city. I don't want to hear there's nothing going on or nothing for me to do because there's a ton of it. If it, if anything, you could be helping the United Way you do something. Yep. Right? Jump on so, uh, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you to Crestview. Kelly, thank you again for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, Chance. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.